0: Chrissy she might actually snort it
1: yeah I recently there was fun um we had uh this thing go through compliance and it um he said to put a note on there that said don't ever we don't recommend ever having more than 300 milligrams of caffeine in an eight hour period I was like oh Uh, who said that (laughs) yeah I was like I'm pretty sure we've never said that and everyone here you know Never follows that rule. It's not abide like, by that's those like rules. in a one hour period, maybe. Who are we? Yeah. <laughs> not bodybuilding.com. I was like, I will that's not put those sure. words on my page. Well, we
0: are bodybuilding.com. By, by the way, this is the bodybuilding.com podcast with a, a slight caffeinated preamble. i Because we have here Chrissy Kendall. Uh, I'm Nick. She's Chrissy. She's the one with two coffees, one in each hand. Yep. <laughs> they aren't both being drunk at the same time, but, <laughs> but the I'm podcast going hard is relatively this young. Yeah. Uh, we also have with us Laïs de Leon. Who's a fitness model in LA for her athlete, and um, what what the hell else do you describe yourself when you?
2: Yeah, I would, I would call myself a
0: morning person.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <Better> <laughs> you know, me, here's it's the thing. The yeah. here.
2: I love mornings. I'm definitely a morning person. The problem is just waking up mm-hmm. to be there for
0: the morning. <laughs> I, I discovered the perfect way to wake up this morning. Oh, I want to know. Um, Are you familiar with a song called Bird is the Word? (laughs) (laughs) I am. Yeah. So I I, I introduced my four-year-old to that song yesterday, and he's like, what, you've been holding uh, out on me? This is the greatest song I've ever heard. <laughs>
1: Did you introduce him via Family Guy? No, or no, 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 no? no, 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 Oh, okay, He's okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. he, not, he, he not allowed,
0: he not allowed in near that. So well, this is just well, straight Nick up knows, music. That's, yeah. how,
1: that's how we always pass it around the office mm-hmm. is everyone gets that YouTube clip. Whenever Bird is the Word goes around, no. that's what we pass it around. But,
0: <laughs> yeah. but the thing is, I, I discovered that if you, if you put it on repeat, play it about five times with a four-year-old and a one-year-old. You're up. It's it's like a yoga class, going for a walk. You get your caffeine, like the whole body wakes up. But the key is you got you got to dance, and you got you got to dance like a full body dry heat. I
2: don't you know. know. <laughs> I'm not convinced.
0: You gotta, <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll try it. As <laughs> I'll they uh, it as try. they said in
0: Spain, you got you got to put a little chicha into it, you know. <laughs> okay, well
1: we'll try it tomorrow morning. So so how
0: do you how do you start your day though?
2: Oh, uh, I start my day with coffee. Uh-huh. That's first and foremost. Not black though. I'll, I'll drink Not to that. black. Not
1: black. Though, not black. I have <laughs>
2: yeah, as you just learned. <laughs> I like um I'll do like a tablespoon of some kind of sweet creamer. I don't think that's like the worst thing in the world, and then I'll add some kind of non dairy milk cashew milk almond milk, something mm-hmm. like that and like if I still milk, need some yeah. sweetness, i do some like xylitol or stevia i mm-hmm. okay, I need, so you I need got some a stuff sweet. Yeah. yeah, I need stuff in my coffee <laughs> I love coffee, but I'm not like a Coffee's got to be black, and I just love it, just black. No, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> I've tried. I think uh-huh. people who drink their coffee black are like the coolest people in the world.
0: Oh, okay. we, we would, a, we would agree pretty. with that. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: Cool>. Sweet. <laughs> Hope everyone heard because that. It's so- <laughs> Because that's that's the first time we've ever been called
0: the coolest people in you the world. You guys
1: are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's why we have so many Instagram followers.
1: <laughs> right, so comparable. Um, yeah, are yeah, four to hey, your hey, million. No, no, no. I
0: looked this up. Chrissy has six hundred something followers. Yep, yep
1: it's that's growing. Not yeah, pretty good.
0: I've got twenty, but nice. but um, they're all very influential.
1: So when and, you um,
0: and yeah, I also have an assumed name, quality, so I'm, I'm hiding. <laughs>
1: but when you add. All together uh-huh. multiply them
0: well, I, I think if so so how, how many do you have
1: like, I am approaching a
2: million
0: oh, I'm pretty sure my 20 would would put you over the top they're, they're like the electoral college. right
2: exactly yeah. that's how that works <laughs> yep. mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah um, so so we got a little off-topic I wanted to hear oh, yeah, how so I started the morning the, okay, the morning we'll so, I've, so I've read you like You like to go for a walk. I
2: love walking. This is one of my
0: favorite things I've heard about. Listen, you you
2: guys, I will talk about walking to anybody who will listen. (laughs) (laughs) I am so in love and obsessed with walking. It's like my favorite thing to do. Um, I love to start my day with a walk. I do about a mile or two miles every morning with my dog. She loves it. Every morning. Every morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you know, there's obviously I I haven't walked today. I'm in Boise. I'm hanging out. I, you know, go get lost. Yeah, we'll go for (laughs) a walk (laughs) after (laughs) using here, you guys. (laughs) It's not happening. So, needless to say, I I feel a little off my game. Um, I haven't walked the past two days. Yesterday, I was shooting for bodybuilding.com all day, so I had to wake up super early, hair and makeup, and then I was off to my shoot. By the time I was done, I was so dead. But yeah, I definitely feel the difference. I think that um, getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting some sunlight... um, Mm You know, getting my body moving in a super low impact, um, not too intense kind of way mm-hmm. is like a really awesome way to start my
0: day. And, I love it. And do you, are you you know in headphones or are you listening to the world?
2: I usually listen to a podcast.
0: Uh, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah, I listen to podcasts or I um, book.
0: Books, audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the mind woken up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, I just figured it,
1: woke, yeah. <laughs>
2: woke to woken. It's a good way to, for me to multitask
0: mm-hmm. and
2: to, um, I guess, justify that time. Because I mean, walking like at a you know leisurely pace for two miles, you know, takes up a good forty-five minutes an hour at least. Um, so I don't know. I like to try to make the best use sure. of that time. Well, so yeah, yeah. I listen and, to something, I mean, try to learn, make myself a little better. Gets kind of a
0: it doesn't get enough attention maybe these days because everybody's thinking in terms of, oh, what burns the most calories, exactly. what delivers the most, but you, it's like, yeah, you're, you're talking about a, a different sort We're of thing. You do that yeah. other kind of stuff well, too. Exactly. I was
1: going to ask if it started off as a way to, I need to get steps in, I no. need to get cardio in, or has it always no. been just a, I need your, your to Your smartphone's clear, like, you need to meet
0: your goal, right, your step I goal.
1: Mean, everything exactly. Is about it's a thing like now. Steps or yeah. how much, I mean, my watch tells me all the time, like, you need to stand up, which I, I agree, I need to do that. It's a great thing. reminder
2: are people who won't do it naturally
1: but sometimes yeah, it's like that. I yeah, yeah. I know, it tells me to breathe I'm like damn it no there's not <laughs> I will not don't right don't tell you what I need to finish this assignment but but sometimes it is just nice to clear your head or to totally. listen to something else or to catch up on you know whether it's a podcast or a book or, or things like that and I have a dog too and just spending that time with her yeah you know, yeah walking and, and you know enjoying what else is out there exactly it's not it,
2: for me walking has nothing to do with fitness nothing to do with my body. It's all about my mind. It's all about my soul, and it's all about like just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's great. And it, ha- it has nothing to do with that. And I see a lot of people who you know have the smartwatches or the the Fitbits, and that's the only reason why they're walking. And hey, if, if you need a something to push you to do that, that's great. And they're getting those benefits anyways. But for me, it's completely about just feeling good, and has nothing to do with yeah. the cardio. But I mean, it's a added. Added bonus, right? was no,
0: is this something that um, came from your childhood or not what? at all? Okay. I think so I just... used to go on walks with my mom all the time. We <sighs> lived out in the country. So sweet. And we would walk our dogs. We had like five dogs. Now I have zero dogs and I still go for walks.
2: That's but, amazing. But I think
0: that was, that sort of bred it into me. Like, cause you gotta be patient out there, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. A, and it's a great place. Yeah. To have a little conversation and stuff. But, but you, no, you, you made the choice as an adult.
2: Yeah. I just started about, um, about a year ago. I just realized my dog wasn't getting, actually it has everything to do with my dog where, okay. where it started. She wasn't getting enough exercise. And I realized, oh, she, I think somebody asked me how old she was. And I, she's so tiny. She looks like a puppy. I forget sometimes she's like eight years old old. And she's getting older and I want her to be happy and I want her to be happy and I want to make her time with me as like, I don't know, happy as possible. So I decided I was going to start taking her for walks once in a while. And I just realized I was really enjoying that time too and mm-hmm. so started you know just around the neighborhood a little bit and then I started venturing outside of the neighborhood and then I found like a trail that I really liked and it just got my lot my walks got longer and longer and it just became like a routine that I mm-hmm. love doing hmm.
0: so. and then you, you get your snapchat followers out there on the walk with you yeah <laughs> I do <laughs> snap oh. while I'm out
2: there because I like I said I'll talk to I talk about walking to anybody who'll listen I'm like the the walking um person of the world. I just love it. And I I want to tell everybody to do it. I want everyone on it with me.
1: (laughs) Well, I think exercise just in general, walking, if it's swimming, whatever it could be, we always think being in fitness, in the fitness world, we always associate uh, physique or calories or some result to it. Like I'm doing this to burn calories, to have more definition, to Shape my body in a certain way, and we forget that exercise can improve heart health, can improve mm-hmm. um, just uh, overall activities of you know your daily life. Whether that's getting out of bed with less pain, mm-hmm. whether it's being able to um, put away groceries, mm-hmm. um, exactly. just mental clarity, mental well um, mm-hmm. yeah, better mood, um, mm-hmm. you know, less depression. All of these sorts of things. And so yeah, you don't have to sweat. You don't have to be in pain every time exactly. you work out. Thank you. And being sister. in muscle failure <laughs> to have this like sort of benefit yes. from exercise. Yes, there's a time and a place for that, mm-hmm. but you can also have benefits from exercise that don't require you, you know, to be in the gym all the time, every single exactly. day.
2: Yeah, not everything requires you to beat your body up mm-hmm. for the abs.
1: <laughs> not everything's
2: about growing your booty. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes well, not no, that, that need I would to disagree move. with.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I like the, when you walk up a hill, you, you grow your booty a little.
2: Bit, I, yeah, you know? I agree. But I'm not necessarily walking yeah. up any hill, do you guys? <laughs> I'm just doing the leisurely walk and enjoying every minute of it. And it's not about. And I just I love that it's not about my body and that I can talk about that, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Hmm. But you you seem like you're you're putting a different sort of message out there than somebody might think also when they think, oh, what's a a fitness, a fitness model, quote unquote fitness model. They must be burning. They must be cranking on fitness all the time and have a level of commitment and a level of, you know, almost fixation that the Mm -hmm. rest of us can't even imagine. But I've been looking at a lot of the media you put out there. It looks like an all right life to me. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I would say my life is pretty badass (laughs) and it's not that stressful and it's not that obsessive Mm -hmm. when it comes to fitness at all. I think I've, I'm just really happy and in a really good place in life and it's not, it doesn't involve obsessing about my body it doesn't it doesn't involve beating my body up but that's not to say that i didn't i wasn't there at one mm-hmm. point i was definitely in that mindset at one point obsessed with you know looking a certain way and obsessed with burning a certain amount of calories like a certain cardio workout wasn't good enough until i hit a certain amount of calories or you know until i was sore and in pain the next day mm-hmm. i was definitely in that place at one point but it's not like that anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so I mean how how do you how do you have it both ways though? Because you still you show up bodybuilding dot you have to be photo ready, you're right. making a video, you're putting pictures of yourself in bikinis online most days, or yeah. you know, in workout clothes. How do you have that and not have the the super intense fixation right. part yeah. of it's it? Yeah, it's
1: your job and your life. Mm-hmm. Most of us it's separate. Yeah. We yeah, we were talking. We
0: were talking to a, um, a bodybuilder named Evan Santopani a couple weeks ago, and he was like, yeah, I just, you know, I've kind of learned that the pain is part of it. And, you know, and he kind of, he likes the pain. Hmm, he likes interesting. The, the show prep. But he's, you know, he's comparing for, he's preparing for the stage. Yeah, obviously, competition. Well. I mean, is that, is that the difference? I think,
2: I think that, okay, so I was trying to think about this the other day because I was coming to a realization that I'm not in that crazy obsessed state anymore when it comes to fitness and I was trying to think of like how to explain how you get to a point where you're no longer Mm -hmm. in that space Um, and I just think that I don't have a good answer for it because the way I arrived to that point in life was after going through that crazy obsessed you know time in my life and I hope that that's not the only way to Mm -hmm. get to a place where you find balance but That's just the way I got there. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it does have to do with the fact that I don't compete. I've never Mm -hmm. competed and that was never a goal for me. I think that the fact that I've built my following and my platform based on achieving a level of fitness that's attainable, that's realistic, that's natural, Mm -hmm. that's um, real, I'm reasonable, (laughs) I'm I'm a woman, I've got some fat in certain places, I don't have a full six pack, I'm not trying to have that, I don't have huge full muscles, But I've achieved, you know, a certain level of like definition that I think a lot of women can relate to, can aspire to have because they realize that while most women don't mainstream women don't really want to be super full and muscular, they want to be curvy and super lean either. Even though that
0: does have a certain cachet now that it didn't.
2: And even some of the ones who do aspire to be super full and muscular and lean and shredded have tried, have a attemp- have attempted to reach that level, that type of physique. And they realize that it's not easy to do. It's right. not attainable or realistic. Or realistic. Or where they are, yeah. And then, or, so they, yeah,
0: they don't feel good for a long time. Right? There's yeah. there's repercussions. Exactly.
2: There. So then they scale it back and then they start re reevaluating their goals and, and who they look up to and who they um, aspire to, to be like. And they realize, okay, this actually, I respect this more because there's more balance involved and anybody can be extreme. It's, the, the balance that really takes some time and mm-hmm. effort and work and dedication because to reach that level of fitness um through a balanced way it's going to take a lot longer mm-hmm. right sure would you sure. agree mm-hmm. yeah, yeah because doing everything extreme you might get it quickly but then all the health and mental repercussions of that mm-hmm. you know are not necessarily worth it so someone who's sticking it out for the long run to achieve you know a a nice level of fitness that's not oh, too that's extreme. Crazy. Yeah, it's actually. I don't know. I feel like some people are starting to realize that that's actually a little bit more admirable.
0: Mm-hmm. In terms, well, of I'll be, yeah, obviously, you mentioned you, you, that you've built up a following. She has, yeah, almost a million people following what she does every day. And and you know, let me let me be clear. Having a million Instagram followers doesn't make you a good person necessarily, oh, because some of the worst people <laughs> in the world have. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, but but it, it was it was interesting. Um, yeah, just. There's a, there's always a story there. You everybody starts at zero, right? And you know maybe when you put your first post up, which I have here, a picture. of.
2: This oh post. my goodness,
1: <laughs> that's her. <laughs>
0: that's a dog. A that's dog my in a baby. Purse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: and there were no no hashtags, no nothing. It was it looked like a fairly exploratory post. For all I know, at ah. that point you were just viewing Instagram as a chance to get more MySpace followers or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh like <that>. my goodness. <laughs> I think at that time I was trying to figure out how do you close your MySpace account. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. There's a lot of uh, blackmail in there. But, but I don't he know. Is it, it, is,
0: it is interesting to think of, okay, yeah, you start with zero. You get to a million. Who are you at the start and who are you at the end? Because, you know, obviously you, you sound very confident and affirmed in your approach, but it helps to have a million people saying like, yeah, yeah, I like that. You're doing it right.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah also, that's well, a good point. Yeah, your goals. Because I imagine your goal of your Instagram page at the beginning With your dog. I mean, I
0: think think the second one was was wearing a bikini.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it may may have been a little bit, but was it all? I mean, had it always been like when you started Instagram?
0: Identifying as a fitness person. Yeah, has it always been? Okay,
2: so yeah, I, I believe that when I started my Instagram, I already had a decent following on Facebook, mm-hmm. okay. and it was somewhat fitness related. So I don't think the goal with starting Instagram—I didn't know Instagram was going to take off the way that it did. I definitely don't think it was going to be like where I was going to take off with my career. I've got twenty
0: whole people. It's <laughs> taking
2: off. <laughs> um, but at the time, I was doing—I was doing fitness. I was doing the fitness thing. <laughs> um, I wasn't competing or doing anything too crazy. But I was definitely at that point in my life. I was definitely obsessed with you know, being lean and doing cardio and Mm. having muscles and looking a certain way. I was very young and interested in in that side of things. And I think that that helped, you know, jumpstart. I think because Facebook was such a community type of platform where you talk a lot and you post, you know, thoughts and and captions and things like that, which you didn't necessarily have to have a photo. But Instagram was such a visual platform that it really took off for girls who were visually aesthetically pleasing. And I think that's what I started noticing when I jumped on Instagram that all the bikini girls and all the fitness girls were getting on there and getting a lot of followers. And I, I knew that for what I wanted to do, that followers needed to come along with that um, to have a platform. So I jumped on and I started posting the photos and the followers... Kind of just came. That's just the nature of the platform. It's it's a very visual platform and people want to see that and people use it as a source of motivation or they use it as a source of gaining knowledge or learning things and... I don't know. I think yeah, that's kind of what it came down to.
0: It's, it's just, a, it has a little bit less baggage for a lot of people in Facebook. Yeah. Like Facebook is such a, such a, yeah, it's kind of a big conversation. It's a conversation. And exactly. people have their Facebook personalities mm-hmm. and you can, you can know somebody and you think, oh God, that's not the same person when they're on Facebook. Yeah. But Instagram, I mean, yeah, you can, put, you can put a million filters yeah. on, you can do all that silly shit, but. It's just a picture. Yeah.
1: At the end of the day. (laughs) Or a video. Right. I mean, do you use that? I mean, do you find that to be, or do you keep that mostly with YouTube and and Facebook? Are you still put, you know, enough?
2: I put a video on Instagram every once in a while. Um, I decided just recently, actually, that I was going to keep Instagram as like a photo platform. And I was going to because you need to use all your different social channels differently. If you put the same content on every single channel, then people don't need to follow you on every other platform. So I just recently decided that I needed to restructure my social media I don't know, strategy, I guess. And I was going to use the the stories and the Snapchat for like a behind the scenes look on my life. And then I'm going to use um, YouTube as like my video platform. And I'm going to leave Instagram as what I think made me successful in Instagram to begin with was mm-hmm. photos and beautiful photos with like a lot of colors. And that's kind of my style. And, and I think I was going to, I think I'm going to move forward like that and kind of leave Instagram as like a photo platform.
0: Mm-hmm. So how much of your brain is working on social media strategy over the it's course of not, a day?
2: It's nonstop. Yeah. It's nonstop at this point. It's a full-time job. Is it? For I find sure. this
1: fascinating. Like when I hear about this, just because as someone, you know, who is not as well-versed, I guess you uh-huh. could say, into social media. I mean, I'm new-ish into Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I, I, I honestly still don't really know what yeah. it is. I acted like I did a little while yeah. ago. <laughs> I, um, maybe maybe I'll I, succumb I, someday, but I'm pretty I sure. Like I like to say I'm a
1: star. <laughs> I like it if you give me yeah, a shot. Yeah, I'm a star. I'm I'm one of many of Mark, our audio guy. Uh, I'm a star on his channel. He has many many <laughs> followers. Um, but I I do a reoccurring role on his Snapchat. Um, but like my Instagram is just mostly my dog mm-hmm. for the most part. But um, you know, but I do I I watch YouTube and I watch it almost like television yeah I subscribe and I have and that's how uh, people are consuming yeah and Mm -hmm. you know to find out that this is people's job it's their living and the same thing with instagram and to hear how you your strategy for this is how i'm gonna keep this channel this way and this one pictures only on this one yeah. and video i mean it's it's so interesting i'm fascinated yeah. on on how this plans well, in your head yeah,
0: especially because you're you're a youtube channel what i've seen of it which looks fairly new it like, is mm-hmm. it's
2: fairly new i'm still getting the hang of it i mm-hmm. think that what i struggle with there is consistency and with the production side of it because it's very time-consuming to edit videos and do it all by myself. So not only do I have to plan content, I have to live my life, I have to stay in shape, I have to do the business side of everything, but I also have to make time to actually shoot the videos and then I also have to find time to edit. And I'm definitely not a video editor by nature. It doesn't come naturally. It's very difficult. How many
0: how many cameras are are in your life. Like you got a phone obviously.
2: I have a phone. I have that little guy over there. <laughs> oh, that's her. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that's my man. vlog camera like the portable one that's like easy to whip out whenever. Huh. And then I have a videographer, I have a photographer, and yeah, it
0: gets okay. It gets pretty
1: Are fun. you have you adjusted cuz so I I watch um some people on YouTube and they're out in public and they are just talking. talking they're vlogging. The, yeah. How comfortable are I you haven't. with it? Okay, I
2: haven't adjusted and I haven't gotten there yet. It, I find it really difficult mm-hmm. to be videoing and
1: vlogging and and just doing that in public. Yeah. It still talking doesn't come a ghost naturally. Person, yeah, I yeah. am uncomfortable when I have my phone in my car on Bluetooth and I'm talking because if people yeah, because look at me, and are gonna be, gonna I'm like people think I'm weird. Yeah, or.
0: They, well, do, they I know. They do. <laughs> <laughs> not, they do, not to confirm your worst suspicions. I, I think <laughs> people are crazy so when
1: they're talking you, in their cards. Yes, yeah, yeah, so I, I do. Imagine that you're talking to a camera, exactly. and that's weird. It's not it's, natural. Yeah. It doesn't
2: come naturally. It takes practice. And to a certain degree, I wonder if it just takes a certain breed of person. Because, I, okay, I didn't start my YouTube channel with zero following i didn't start it with no platform i started my youtube channel because my followers generally wanted to see more from me they wanted to see a different side of me Mm -hmm. they were asking for workouts for routines for recipes for the things that i have found that have helped me so they have a shortcut but it just doesn't come naturally to me so i'm trying to figure out like what's that missing element that i'm missing that people are able to just talk to a camera because i'm struggling with it and my followers genuinely asked me Mm -hmm. for the things that they want to see and i'm actually just producing whatever it is they say that they tell me that they want a skincare routine okay i guess i'm shooting a skincare routine today they tell me they want a leg workout okay i guess we're gonna go shoot a leg workout today because i i don't know what so i'm still learning i'm still figuring it out but it is a a full-time job and it is very interesting and i'm very um, passionate about it because it's it's a Afforded me a lot of awesome opportunities. I'm here talking to you guys on bodybuilding.com platform uh, podcasts. And, you know, I was just shooting tons of content for bodybuilding.com. And, you know, I get to shoot for magazines and I get so many opportunities from this platform that I'm definitely super motivated and passionate about this social media world because mm-hmm. it, it gives us so many awesome opportunities mm-hmm.
0: so so know what uh, what did you shoot with for us yesterday or with uh, us?
2: a ton of recipes i i think oh, this okay. is my calling you guys i think this is what i want to do recipes? i want to i just want to shoot recipes all day and eat yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <I'm> <laughs> i think the lat
0: because you did one other video with us that was like the perfect at home booty oh, workout yeah, or something yeah that was
1: mm-hmm. yep. fun mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But, you but shooting recipes switch it, is switching is so much from more booties fun. into into recipes, recipes. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Well, i mean you got to eat to grow exactly she knows. I know. <laughs> That's why I prefer to do it that way. <laughs> the workouts can Eat come later. Yeah. Like yeah. Shooting
2: yeah. recipes is so much fun. So,
1: it's so yeah. fun. Yeah. So, what are some of your go to, would you say, go to recipes that you like? I love anything that I can make in one pan.
2: Uh huh in under 15 minutes.
0: Oh, the old one-pot dish. That,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. I love anything that I like. So I like, like scrambles, I like uh, healthy fried rice. I just shot that for my YouTube. Um, just anything that I can make easy for people, that I can make healthy for myself, and that still tastes good.
0: Mm-hmm so so give us a give us a good breakfast
2: a good breakfast okay so i'll How the
0: eggs are in it is the real <laughs> four. four four that's the right <laughs> answer right there four <laughs> eggs
2: yep. and turkey sausage oh, okay. so there's protein involved uh-huh. and lots of veggies
0: these are whole eggs too whole right? eggs of uh-huh. course uh-huh.
2: are we still doing the whole egg white thing around here is no that we're what trying still doing? We're, we're fighting
1: it we are yeah
0: i have uh, never tasted an egg adopted. white to my to, to my knowledge i'm sure there's been <laughs> an egg, like, in something that i've eaten but um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I love the. Yolk. We have
0: we have those reasonable expectations of leanness that you were talking about earlier. Right. As well. <laughs>
1: They're still exactly around. Yeah. They're still around. But yeah, yeah I, we I still get all those. Exactly,
2: I still get those questions. Well, why are you eating all those eggs? Those are not good for you, and it's uh, it's, it's frustrating.
0: What it's way, really the, the poor little yolk. It, it <laughs> needs to, it to be loved. To you. <laughs> yeah. You're just gonna throw it away. Yeah. Exactly, like
2: that's waste. Waste, I tell you. So yeah, definitely four whole eggs, lots of veggies, um, and sometimes I'll even throw in some avocado or some cheese, mm-hmm. something you know to spice it up. I like hot sauce. Um, so yeah, just veggies and lots hmm. of eggs and so lots of So this is pre
0: walk or post walk? This is post walk. Okay, so mm-hmm. so you like to walk on empty stomach? An
2: empty stomach. Uh-huh. Well, on some coffee.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm. One other question about the before and after. When you when you uh, when you had zero followers, how many pull ups could you do? Zero zero. Oh, 100% so this is zero. this is we've discovered the secret. You do you you do more pull-ups to get you more get followers, followers. This people.
1: Is, this is the right. answer, exclusive That's what right here. I need here. to do <laughs> get me to, to 700 and uh-huh. start yeah. doing pull-ups. So,
0: so you can do 900,000 yeah, pull-ups.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. One for <laughs> follower. <laughs> oh god.
0: So, so, I wish. So uh, l- 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 let's talk about pull-ups a little bit because I've seen I- I've heard you say that you you know, you love pull-ups like you love walking. I, I, I want um, women who are listening to this come to come away with an action plan. Number one, eat whole eggs. Yes. Yep. Number two, go for a walk. Yep. And number three, learn to do a pull-up. Yep.
2: I mean, I think you've got me oh, down. Oh, man, I
0: like this. <laughs> you this nailed is... it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you
2: figured me out. Yeah, I think uh, pull-ups are a great um, goal to aim for. I think that the reason why women either struggle with them or try to stay away from them is because they're they're humbling. They're mm-hmm. just, it's discouraging because we don't naturally have that upper body strength. Yeah.
1: Or, or, or they're practice. They're hard. Right. They are hard. So very they hard. They are so
2: hard, you guys. And the problem is that when something is hard, there's certain kinds of people. You either continue to work on them because you're frustrated or you're so frustrated that quit. you quit. And you just choose to completely omit them from your program. You don't do them at all. Um, so, you know, and I think most of us fall into the letter mm-hmm. of those because it's hard and it's discouraging and nobody wants to be hanging from a pull-up bar in the middle of a crowded gym struggling to get up there. It's not fun. Um, it's hard and it takes a long time. And I still, I can't do that many. Maybe yeah. I can get like three pretty ones before Form starts to break down really quickly, mm-hmm. and I'm not afraid to admit that because I know how hard it is, and people need to hear that it doesn't come quickly, it doesn't come easily. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I love I love pull ups because you know if I can if I can do a few, I feel like a badass in the sure. gym.
0: So what's what's the road from zero to yeah. three look like? Say, is, like is it practicing it often or is it pretty? Yeah. It's
2: a little bit of
0: Because everybody has a different answer for this. We have we right. we have five yeah. different articles that we've yeah. in the last two years that are Hey how ladies, how to get you your pull first pull up? up. They all have right. a different, yeah. a different Approach method. To it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I would be interested to mm-hmm. Well and there's always yeah, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of the machine assistance. Me neither. I will I just I tell find everyone it to stay far, far away. away. And agreed. it's never helped me. Yeah, that's it doesn't,
0: that's the thing is yeah, it doesn't seem like it helps much. It's
1: not I feel like it puts me out of position and it doesn't replicate really The proper. Yeah, so I'm interested. I I always like to know how. If I could do zero to how I got to do my first one, was it doing banded? Was it doing negatives? Was it doing so, assisted? Hangs but, yeah, I have a video
2: on my fitness channel actually that I was I was going to show you guys. I know your viewers can't see it, but I actually tell all my ladies to stay far away from that pull up assisted pull up machine because mm-hmm. it doesn't mimic an actual real pull up, and it's so easy to cheat on that machine right. because by just simply bending at the hip a little bit you mm-hmm. are forcing the machine to lift you up and just shoot you up and you no never learn that way. That I machine. feel like the yeah. people who use that machine never progress out of that machine. Um, for me, the trick has been progression. Uh, work Like you said, working the negative, a lot of lat pull downs using the band mm-hmm. and Bands. the band. The band yeah. is the key, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it puts you in the actual real pull-up position and it, it trains you to use the right muscles to get you up and you just learn what it's supposed to feel like to actually do the Mm pull-up. And then you can buy the bands in lots of different resistance levels, so you can work your way up. And then, yeah, just training back. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. it just comes down to volume, training the back, learning how to truly activate your back muscles, Mm -hmm. and mimicking a true proper mm-hmm. pull-up with the band
0: see and i know some strength coaches don't like the band because they say it helps you too much at the hardest part uh, which is the bottom so then you're, you get really good at doing the top half of pull-up but then you're down there in the dead hang and you're still just helpless yeah but, but i think there's you, something too different bands right yeah. you know, i think mm-hmm. but i also like yeah you're saying you know what yeah treat it you got to reinforce those muscles a little bit too simply exactly. beating your head against pull-ups once a week, or twice a week, three times a week. If you can't do, and probably is not, not going to work. get you
2: there. Right. You know? right, right. I definitely believe it in training half of the rep and mm-hmm. getting really strong in one part, and I think that's going to help you in the other part of it. So yeah, maybe you get really good at that easier part of the rep, and then you get you are naturally going to get stronger, and then the the harder
1: part of the rep is going to get continue to get easier mm-hmm. and easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did a lot of those scapular retractions and hangs that you were mentioning. Before oh, yeah. You. Love those hanging. Are, yeah. Yeah, to engage the yeah, lats. Yeah. Just kind of working. Yeah, the different range.
0: Brachiation. Is that brachiation? Yeah.
1: The, Muscle just, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're hard. <laughs> I just, they're, yeah. For me, I will say just getting comfortable with the movement, and which is why I didn't like the machine. So even if it was just bands or if it was partner assisted, just getting my body to do the movement repetitively just Mm -hmm. trained it was just more of like a neurological thing absolutely get my brain to work with my lats lats. to -hmm. work with my arms and be like this is what you're supposed to be doing figure out a way to do it I absolutely agree that is where the disconnect
2: lies with with the girls I think they're having a hard time really feeling their lats and really using that muscle and just training that mind-muscle mm-hmm. connection because it is a mental thing as well. I I really mm-hmm. believe that. I just worked with a group of girls because mostly I do online coaching, online training, and I, I post my workouts, but it's easy for someone to see someone do something and try to mimic that motion and not get it right mm-hmm. as opposed to having somebody right there. And I just recently did a live camp in my hometown, and I worked with a small group of girls, and we went over form, and I was just more shocked than I thought I would be about how difficult it is. And, and it puts you back in that beginner state mm-hmm. where you remember, oh, yeah, I remember that was hard. I didn't know where my lats were. I didn't know how to activate them. I didn't know how to get my brain to send that connection to that muscle to recruit it properly. I just used my arms. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to just try to mimic emotion and not get it right. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's also hmm. where yeah. the disconnect lies. Well, for and, sure. and I
0: think for for a lot of women who set a goal like that, they think of it as a as a strength goal too, mm-hmm. right? It's oh, I'm not thinking of it as a bodybuilding sort of goal, a muscle goal to do a pull up, but the the one real advantage that I do see in bodybuilding style training is that there is that focus on that mind muscle connection mm-hmm. where you start with reps mm-hmm. and you learn to feel the muscle working. That can that can teach you so much, you know. And yeah, I've I've been as guilty as anybody. You think no, no, I don't want I don't want to train like a bodybuilder. I want to be an athlete. I want to be a strong right. guy. But a little bit, a little bit of that, just reps and focus, can can just totally transform someone, especially a, in a muscle, like like the lats, which are you know so asleep in so many different people. Mm-hmm. I was thinking she she'd probably love to know about the glats also. <laughs> Do you know about what? the glats? No, I don't know so, about the glats. So um, the glats are the glutes and the lats together. Oh, so there's this. So I, I went and did this big <laughs> kettlebell certification earlier this year, and the, one of the big takeaways from the from the teacher who's saying. Um, the the glutes and the lats are connected through fascia across the lower back, basically, and they're the same muscle, basically. So your left lat, your right glute, and the other one in these X patterns—it's one muscle, basically. And if you think of those two as one muscle, that's the only muscle group that really matters, or the glats, the most <laughs> one. important one. <laughs> that's one
2: very interesting. You're into. You're into I, I need yeah. to do some research. <laughs> I'll be reading about but, these yeah. glads. No, no, no. I'm gonna train my glats today. That's
0: what. That's the name of my band. Is the is the, <laughs> the Oh my
2: goodness.
0: Okay, yeah. so so we ha- we have marching orders. Pull up, walk, whole legs. Anything anything else you want aside from follow me so I can get up to a million followers? Yes. A- a- any other takeaways? Push to a million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other takeaways? What are, what are the major priorities that you want to impart to somebody who, who when they come to you, when they go to a camp say, you know what, ladies, this is, this is kind of how maybe you're doing it wrong. Think about it this way.
2: I think that, I feel like that the whole mind-muscle connection thing mm-hmm. has really become like my mission lately. Oh, I'm just a good mission. Mind-muscle yeah. mission. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> seeing such a disconnect when I see people in the gym. Mm-hmm. When I work with the girls one-on-one, I think the problem is that everybody is just trying to mimic emotion and just get through it. So they're trying to essentially get the weight from point A to point B by all means necessary. And it doesn't. And they're not really thinking about, well, what is the goal here? Mm-hmm. What's the purpose? What's the primary mover? And where am I also going to feel it? But where do I need to really feel it? Right. They and just
0: trust it's going to yeah. work.
2: I think it's, mm-hmm. it comes down to self-awareness and yeah mind-muscle connection and i think that's where people who come to me and tell me that they've been training for this long they're just not seeing results and i i just feel like i see it time and time again people are just not really focused on the goal they're focused on okay a to b and just get through these reps just right. get through them and that and that means i did them i did well i did it i did the workout why isn't it not working Yeah. And I think it really just comes down to mind muscle connection. And I know that there's a lot of a lot of skeptics out there or a lot of critics out there about the whole mind muscle connection thing. They think that it's physics. If you just do the exercises and you do proper form, then you're going to activate the proper muscles. But I disagree. I feel like I can mimic emotion like a champ and Completely not engage the right muscles. Right. I really feel yeah, like absolutely. I can I can do it right. without. So I don't think it just comes down to proper
1: form. Yeah, and I, I would self awareness yeah. for sure. I would question proper form though, without using the right muscles or recruiting right. the right muscles. Even like, even are if it even if it looks more or, yeah. or less right, but the right I'm muscles thinking, aren't engaged. Yeah, right. to mm-hmm. do a deadlift without proper form and recruiting the lats. I mean, people may think oh, am I working the lower back and hamstrings? But if you're not engaging the lats and you're not engaging, yeah, you're not doing proper proper form. The glats. The glats, sorry, correction, (laughs) the glats. So yeah, but I, I agree with you that I don't think you can have proper form and really recruit all the correct muscles to their full potential without having a mind-muscle connection so, on that, but, and I think also, training
2: yeah. that mind-muscle connection mm-hmm. is is really the key. Doing pre-activation exercises, um, doing flexing, practicing flexing uh, palpations where you actually touch the muscle while it engages and while it contracts, so you mm-hmm. can see what that feels like. You can see, you can feel. Um, doing uh, teaching people proper cues about how to engage and how to initiate. Uh, A movement. So it's not just about, again, ADB, like you were saying that hang and that contraction Mm -hmm. that scapular contraction is how you initiate it properly because I can lift myself up with my arms and my elbows and every joint in my body by never truly engaging my lats and I think that
0: Mm. No, I, I like I that that's... approach because it could be easy to say like, well, the answer is you need a trainer to sit there and poke you in the in the lats while you're doing this, which might help, Am but you, help? Can, you can't you do it yourself with yeah. just a, a focus on uh, muscular control, which is, uh, you know, at the turn of the century, Eugene Sandow and all the old great strongmen—they were all muscle control specialists too. All the, they would go up on stage and isolate individual muscles to flex for their screaming fans. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But that was a lot of those guys felt that that was that was the key. the key. Once once you learn to control consciously a muscle and you can access it, then mm-hmm. then you know know what to do with exactly. it. But until then, it's just. And I think especially because we sit so much now, everybody oh, has seriously. different. Um, you know, compensatory activities they do. They have different ways of sitting, standing. Exactly. And you can you can have a, a part of your body that's totally off limits to you until you poke it into life. Right.
1: right? And so you that. don't have to do it every set, every rep. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have someone there poking my lap and no, be like, no. are, you it, that, are you using it? That thing are you using it? Are you using it? But... Mm-hmm. It's a good reminder. Exactly. It's that, you know, when you're teaching a new lift to a, a client or to one, you know, a lady that you're working with, making sure that this is where you should be feeling it. This is how it should feel. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that they're getting the correct movement, working the right muscles. And then once they're getting comfortable with it, I mean, every time I do a pull up or a lap pull down or a squat, I'm not thinking of every single muscle. Yes. Am I contracting it? You know, that, then my head is going to explode. Right. But it's a good reminder. Right or if i feel like something's off it's a checklist mm-hmm. you know yeah. are my hips going back or my, you know am i pushing my knees out is my weight on my yes. heel you know and it's you know should i be feeling it here am i you know squeezing my glutes it's a checklist as i'm going through to make sure i'm hitting all my major points and then i can you know mm-hmm. reassure myself yes i'm doing it correctly i'm on the right track
0: sure. oh, and i like right. what she said also about about palpation a little self palpation yeah, yeah. on, mm-hmm. on i feel on, like that's yeah.
2: super beneficial for me especially with muscles you can actually feel while you're doing it like a seated you know leg extension and you you feel your quads contracting and you feel what that feels like or if you're doing unilateral movements Mm -hmm. where maybe i'm doing a, a one arm um Lap yeah. oh, I always and do that. I, I reach always make sure, and yep. I feel it. Oh my yep. goodness, that I makes such a difference for I always do that because like, wait, me.
1: let me. Because sometimes my angle is a little wrong on the pulley yes, machine. Exactly. I do that all the time. Yeah, and just
2: playing around with like different angles and different mm-hmm. movements because. Everybody's a little bit different. We're not all unique snowflakes like we like yeah. to think, but we're all a little bit different. And sometimes what I may feel really well, somebody else needs to do the complete opposite or needs to do a little bit of a tweak for them to feel it. And I think that that's another thing. Sticking to too rigorous of a um, of a form, just being too strict about a certain type of form, mm-hmm. I think, can also be detrimental because you're so focused on okay this is my triceps don't need to my elbows don't need to come up past here or, my, or I need to keep my my elbows at my sides at all times and maybe you might feel it if you allow your elbows to you know travel a little bit more just i don't know as an yeah. example I, it's yep. hard to
1: say it.
0: Mm-hmm. It, on no, the podcast no, without right. my movements I mean, you being could able to
1: look at one thing in a textbook and be yeah. like, I know I should be doing this, or even you know, um, watching
0: a video, watching a
1: video, yeah. or my toes should be pointed this way mm-hmm. when I squat, or um, but you know what, I just. It's easier because of my hips and I tend to have slightly tighter hip flexors or whatnot. I need to go a little bit wider or point it out for me to hit full depth. Well, then I'm going to do it. Right. Even exactly. though my book tells tells me 45 degrees, well, screw it because I'm going to do it. You know, it, yeah. it works better for me. I'm a little bit different and I'm going to make this work. So exactly. yeah, being Instead of being to, so stuck in that yeah. this is the proper but, form, this is the way right, I need to do it. Right. And that takes... Time, Time. experience, Mm -hmm. coaching, possibly working with. Learning to uh, trust yourself a little bit. I mean, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. not, you're not going to take a beginner. Right. And expect them to know how to do all of that. So, but that's what's great about, you know, having the availability now to watch videos online, to mm-hmm. work with people online, to have that sort of virtual aspect to it if you don't have the means to work with someone in person and right. have that, that kind of...
0: So, so when you go into the gym, then, are you fairly exploratory? About You'll, you'll allow yourself some leeway and like, you know what, I kind of want to do this, I kind of want to do yeah. that. Yeah,
2: so I feel like there's three days a week where I'm super strict and I go in with a mission and I'm doing this one particular workout and I'm getting that done. And then I feel like the rest of the week is pretty much a little experiment it's a little project and I just go in and I have a a certain muscle group or two that is the goal of what I'm going to do but sometimes I find myself staying in like one machine for my whole workout Mm -hmm. and sometimes even though you know you have your three sets or four sets usuals i might do six to ten sets at one machine you're feeling it if i'm feeling mm-hmm. it. it and like triceps are a good example of this i have a hard time feeling my triceps with a lot of the tricep workouts but just a regular tricep press down is where i feel it so i try that and i play around with it with different rep schemes with different amounts of sets with different hand positionings different bars different a, a rope a handle one arm both arms i just and I play around and I do a million different tricep extensions or I mean press downs and that's that's my workout. And I you know, I play around with foot positionings and, and different angles. And yeah, sometimes it's just kind of a little project, a little experiment, and I just go in and do what feels right instead of following some strict program every single workout. Mm-hmm. And you know, going through the um, all the recommended tricep exercises mm-hmm. and, and not really feeling it, I'll just stick to what feels right, where I can get my pump, where I can really feel it and activate the muscles. And I feel like that's also something that's been really beneficial for me.
0: Mm-hmm. You heard it here, people: the mind-muscle connection. Yeah. Connect <laughs> yourselves. Oh, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <to yourself. laughs> well thank you very much for coming and talking oh, with thank us thank you guys um, so much for having me we would tell we would ask you where people can find you but they, they can probably find you no no you let's go ahead have, and talk to people if they haven't
2: people. already <laughs> found, <laughs> <people>. found you <laughs> you guys can find me on Instagram at Lice I have also a YouTube as you mentioned Lice you can just search there and my website LiceDeLeonFitness.com
0: great thank you very um, much yeah, for coming by you. and chatting with us
2: awesome thank you guys this was a lot of fun good yeah, but, <laughs> see you next time y'all <laughs>
0: Today at Whataburger, we're cooking the Buffalo Ranch Chicken Strip Sandwich. You asked for it, and it's back. We got
2: three chicken strips, two slices of Monterey Jack cheese topped with Whataburger's own buffalo sauce, a little bit of buttermilk ranch, all between a toasted bun. Chicken sandwich on its own is good. Chicken sandwich with buffalo sauce is fantastic. It really wakes up the chicken sandwich.
0: It's crunchy and then spicy and then it's cool. Your mouth is exploding with flavor. Whataburger's Buffalo Ranch Chicken Strip Sandwich. That's back, and it's only here for a limited time.